Mohammed Mikdad, a junior at the University of Rochester, got so much out of Vanderbilt's Accelerator Summer Business Institute that he became an ambassador for the program, sharing his experiences with students at Rochester and beyond. We talk with Mohammed this week about the impact Accelerator had on him and how it can shape students' lives. So I'm here today with Mohammed Mikdad. Mohammed, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Tell me about your background a little bit, from your undergraduate days and high school, wherever you want to start. Right. So my name is uh, Sayyid Mohammed Mikdad. I'm originally from Islamabad, Pakistan. I was born and raised in Pakistan, and I came to the U.S. in 2015 at the University of Rochester as a Renaissance and Global Scholar here. And I'm currently majoring in chemical engineering with a minor in economics. Great. And how did you, how'd you come to choose the University of Rochester? To be honest, it was a coincidence. <laughs> I was just uh, looking for a college, and I think they were looking for someone who was working with developing countries and the community. So I was pretty active in Pakistan. I was building a couple of schools and a health clinic there. So I just told that story to them, and they were like, huh, I think you should be here. So I'm here now. Nice. <laughs> and what do you hope to, to do after you graduate? Well, I'm exploring several paths simultaneously. Um, so on the corporate side, I'm really interested in strategy and operations consulting. Uh, I'm also considering business school at some point. But on my entrepreneurial side, I'm exploring the potential of uh, the sharing economy in the developing countries. So I'm looking at drone applications in Pakistan, India, and uh, some African countries. And I'm also looking at how you can actually share very expensive equipment with a lot of farmers and improve their overall yield in that sense. So some very uh, diverse interests there, but I'm seeing where that takes me. Very interesting. So you were an Accelerator student last year in the program, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. How did you come to find out about the program? Uh, it was actually through a friend named Yuki Gonzalez, who attended um, the Accelerator in 2014 as a freshman from UFR. He's actually uh, the part of the same scholars group here. So I'm a Renaissance scholar, and he is too. And he spoke very highly of the program, and he sat me down even before this process started. He was like, hey, there's something I think you should go to. And then he talked about this program. Everyone who was trying to tell me to do something was telling me how it's going to be a fancy thing on your resume and all those things. But Yuki sat me down and was like, what's the best thing you got away from the program? And he goes, "Um, I think I learned a lot about myself. And that was really intriguing for me. That Because he's a very tech-savvy, finance guy sort of a guy. And he sat me down and was like, hey, I learned about myself. And I was like, whoa. This probably gave him like a very strong sense of, you know, figuring yourself out in some sense. And I was just like really intrigued at that point that I, I need to find out more about this. So it was through Yuki, then I called Greg, then I talked to him, then I applied and worked out. <laughs> Fantastic. And going into it, you mentioned something about being intrigued about finding yourself. What were your expectations yep. for the Accelerator program? And then what was right. the reality after you, I, you left? I think uh, sort of ignorant expectation uh, that uh, it's, it's a business school, so it's going to be all about money and how we can do that and maximize that. But I think the program has had a very profound impact on my life overall. I mean, business school was the last place I expected to learn more about life from. It completely changed the way I looked at businesses and taught me that the most important aspect of business is not the money it generates, but the value it provides to humans. And this was not like that this happened and like, this is what happens. This is what I've gathered from sitting every day with Professor David Owens, Cherry Clark, Gary Kimball, every day and learning something about life. How do you cope with pressure? How do you cope with tension? How do you plan out? How do you strategize in the long run? And make sure the focus of everything that you do is the human aspect of the business, not anything else. So the reality was that the first few days, David Owens just took us on a wild ride into exploring creativity and design thinking. 
and I pride myself on being a creative person. And he shot me down, and he was like, um, "I think creativity should be curbed." And I was like, "Are you serious about that?" Because I've worked really hard on you know taking pride in this. And he talked about that, that how creativity can really be a boulder in a way to innovation, actually, because then you just keep dreaming about things and not really doing anything. And it might be really creative, but it not might add any value to humans in the world. So it's, it was stuff like that 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 just was like I did not expect that. I don't think you can actually teach that or even sell that. Like, how do you tell someone that you're going to sit in this room with this business professor, and he's going to change the way you look at life? He's just going to take you on this spiritual, intellectual journey where you stand on the other side and like, wow, I did not realize that this is what I could do in the world. So that's what the reality was like. There was a lot of uh, how, what is what is leadership, uh, both in personal and public life, that I got from Cherry Park. And to top it all off, Gary was talking about the role of finance and family and characters simultaneously. That's just that's the that's a package that you don't get together. You know, you don't get a professor stand in front of you and talk about life. Why he's talking about billions of dollars? Why he's talking about character? And it was just it was just very emotional and fulfilling for me as a person. Tell me about how you've been able to apply what you learned over the summer in your coursework, in your job search, anything anything after. Yes. I think the number one thing that I've been using since day one at Accelerator is uh, asking questions, which seems very simplistic, but that was one of the main themes of uh, two of the activities we did there. Uh, we just need to ask questions. So since then, I've attended four conferences, which would have cost me over $5,000, for around 100 bucks because I just call the people who are leading the organization and I'm like, hey, I'm a student. I don't have the money for this, but I'm really interested in learning about this XYZ you're talking about. And asking that question that this is what I aim to do, this is where I stand, but you can help me achieve that. Asking that one question that I learned from Accelerator specifically has really enabled me to go and do things which I thought were not available to me. You know, It has really, I'm standing in the same position, but I have more things to access. Same goes for networking for consulting positions at EY, McKinsey, Deloitte. That at first I would just look at people's profiles and be like, hey, that's someone I should talk to. But now I actually go out and talk to them because Baxter really told me that, hey, when you think of something, just the worst thing that can happen is they'll say no. But I have not received even a single no when I've asked for help since then. And I think part of that comes from the confidence that I approach them now with, that I feel that it's not that I'm pushing them so far away from me. I, I know that... I, they want to help, and that's what I've learned from next year. That the people want to help you in achieve your dreams. So that's the number one thing, which I don't think I can put on a resume that I learned this. But that's one thing that matters a lot to me in life now. That I can ask questions and get things which I couldn't before this. Second thing is that um, I've really learned how to present myself and how to pitch my ideas and my vision to people. So when it comes to interviews, I am a lot more eloquent, a lot more precise in terms of explaining how I can be helpful to them because I have. I can talk about everything from the go-to-market strategy that we talked about for our projects to uh, revenue projections and marketing mix. So for one interview that I was having with IBM, yeah, so they were trying to put me off and they talked about something in customer relationship management, like a software, and he said, like, what is CRM? And he said no one in Cornell was able to answer this question and he was pissed about it because he was looking for someone who understands every side of business and this was one of those. And in that room of, I think, 60 people, I was the only one who knew that because that's something I um, worked with while uh, being at, doing a project at uh, Accelerator. And he really liked that. So I think uh, that's one of the main things that you understand several aspects of a business and you can be useful to more than one type of businesses. So 
So right now I'm looking at marketing positions, business positions, operations positions, and also like some startups that just need a generalist to run a lot of things at the same time. So I think everything that I'm learning is helping me overall be a better candidate because I can actually talk about the skills that I have, but also be someone who understands the core of a business in terms of all the valuable things in terms of marketing, operations, finance, uh, fundraising, pitching, all those things. I think overall that's something others can pick on. So when I talk in an interview, they can pick that this person has been polished by a group of experts somewhere, and I know who those are. (laughs) So you're an ambassador for the program now. Yes. What does that responsibility entail? Right. So officially, the job description requires me to reach out to students and groups on campus formally. But I've taken the liberty to extend my ambassadorship to a persistent, ongoing process to share stories about my experience at, at uh, Vanderbilt. So I think <laughs> more than 100 people now know that I don't stop talking about Accelerator over breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, like, you can find me every Sunday sitting on a bench in the dining center talking about how Professor Owen shot me down about my creativity. And then I go on and on about why he thought so. And uh, I also explained how one of our projects taught me to love dogs because before this, uh, the accelerator, I hated dogs. But then there was this project we were doing for a multinational consumer goods company. And I had to spend so much time researching dog food that I basically fell in love with the bond humans have with dogs. So I am basically, that's the way I'm representing the accelerator. I'm, I'm sharing it and spreading it around in terms of meaningful conversations I have with individuals who I care about. So I think so far... I have at least 30 people who are just dying to apply because they are they've learned so much about the program already with me just walking around and chatting about the program with them. But in the coming few weeks, we're going to transition from this informal setup to a formal setup. So where we'll be doing so, there are four of us from Rochester who were actually in the program last year. So we're trying to grow that family. So our goal is that we will have last year if we had 30 applications, we're going to have 50 applications or 60 applications. So we're going to have some info sessions. We've also been in touch with some departments on campus, and uh, I've been like I've been talking to people from other schools too. Like so, they, so, once they once I was there, I shared a lot about the accelerator while I was at Vanderbilt and after leaving that too. So I have people from Pakistan who are studying in the U.S. calling me and asking me how they can be a part of this. So it's um, the description itself is very simplistic. But I think the role itself is that I have to talk to anyone who is interested in this so I can give them information about the structure of the program, the value of the program, and other aspects of it. How does it work? What are the logistics? How much does it cost? All those things are part of it. In short, my job is to convince people that the exhibitor is a priceless experience um, where you'll find mentors who will be a part of your journey in life and explore a new world of possibilities while you get to explore consulting and business school for life after college. Wonderful. If I were to ask you to describe the Accelerator program in one or two sentences, what would you say? I think it's a thought incubator. That's, that's how I would describe it. I think it's a thought incubator where you're sort of, uh, the startup that you're working on is yourself. And you have to figure out where do you want to position yourself in this world and what sort of uh, work that you want to do and how do you want to create value in the market or in the world out there. And that's how you go about it. And then you have all these mentors coming around and helping you shape that part of yourself in some sense. And I think that's the best description of it. In your mind, what's the ideal student that should be thinking about Accelerator that might be listening to this podcast and considering it? 
I think anyone who seeks to understand a better understanding of the world around us from an organizational point of view should be someone who should be looking at the accelerator. They can be someone interested in consulting specifically or a finance-related job or someone who's really interested in business school. I think all those people have a greater incentive or a reason to be there. But while I was there, I saw everyone from history majors to English majors to economics majors to I'm an engineer. So it's the whole mix there. It's, but one thing that was common in everyone who was actually there was they were really, really interested in seeing how organizations work, how they work with people and other companies and grow. So if there's anyone who finds themselves reading Wall Street Journal every day, uh, just reading how some company is doing and how they're innovating, how Amazon is uh, expanding its business, I think that person should be a part of this program. Fantastic. Well, Mohammed, it's been great talking to you. I can tell that you're very passionate about the program. It comes through quite clearly <laughs> in, in your words and your tone. I'm so glad that it was such an important experience for you, and uh, I wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Thank you so much, Nate, and I look forward to actually hopping by Nashville sometime so I can see all of you again, because I really, really miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. We miss you, too. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much. Thanks to Muhammad for his time this week, and thank you for listening. You can find more stories and information about Owen by visiting our website, business.vanderbilt.edu, or following at Vanderbilt Owen on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Vanderbilt University or the Vanderbilt Owen Graduate School of Management. Music is provided by Mike Foster. I'm Nate Luce.